welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater the Nail. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. We went to the who knows, and who the hell really knows who won? It certainly wasn't the audience. It's time to talk all things Canada's Drag Race 3. And joining me is yet another Miss, Miss Felicia. How are you? Hey, how are you? Miss F also. We, a lot of, I know, I know. That. Listeners, <laughs> we're going to play a game. Listeners and, and Miss Felicia, you have to remind me when I post this tomorrow. Uh, we're going to play a game. We're going to play Buck, Mary Kill. Miss Flacia, Miss Mosu, or Miss Fierce Delicious? Ooh. <laughs> well, I know how I'm answering. How? how? Uh, do I answer? Well, I'm going to marry myself, and uh-huh. I fuck myself pretty much every day. So, fair, fair. That. And of course, I'm going to kill Miss Fierce Delicious. She's so <gasps> annoying. Oh my God. You don't want to do you love, love her? Fiercy? No, I think she's <laughs> not fun. particularly. She's fun, and she turned it this week, and honestly, kind of last week. She yeah, could have done way did. worse. Uh, so what are you doing with Mosu, then? Oh, right. Well, oh. <laughs> kill uh, kill yeah, everyone that's... who's not me. I'm killing everyone that's fair. who's not me. <laughs> All right, two episodes in, Canada's Drag Race 3. Um, there's a lot of drag races going on, and I think that's why this season yet again because kind of season two was kind of the same way it's not taking off yet um i enjoy some of the cast this challenge was a joke i i really don't understand what this the point of this challenge was um, yeah i mean it already failed on season seven of american drag race the despy awards that was a lackluster yeah. episode too so i don't know so why they it, decided it, yeah it didn't work again um, and I don't know. It's just not taking off quite yet. There's no standout, which may be a good thing. There's no superstar yet. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to take a little more time and it, it needs to clip along a little faster, but perhaps, perhaps after uh, All-Star 7 finishes, maybe uh, people will start watching or yeah, maybe, people will or stop not. watching Drag Race yeah. in total because of what happens on All-Star 7. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm still mad. I'm upset. All right, let's dive into this episode. Uh, Halal is gone and Miss Mosu's heart breaks, but bitch, that, the way that dress rode up her fucking body, you let that happen on camera? You walked into the workroom looking like that, bitch? No, yeah, pumpkin, go, no. You need to check yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, they're going to read Halal's message, which tells Bombay to get the crown. Bombay has lost a friend in the competition. She doesn't think... She got to show her passion, Bombay. I mean, hold on. So she will fight for both of them. Mosu has a fire under her ass and believes she'll be going right to the top, which is funny since she just drank a big old glass of delusion aid. Yeah, she's not my favorite, but yeah. <laughs> let's Mosu see if she prize, can pull through. Yeah, Mosu prides herself on her performance as that's where she shines. And Mosu jokes that she doesn't know what would be worse for Jada, leaving the competition or leaving her alone with fierce delicious and she's like she has her and most is like no 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 she doesn't 
Um, these Toronto bitches, they're they're a very interesting quintet. Yeah. Who are some past Toronto queens? Who aren't? Um Tanya yeah, right? May Banks, Juicebox is a Toronto queen. Um there, there's a lot of Toronto. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But these five on this step this, this group, season. This crew. Yeah, they're they're a lot. Or they're they're <laughs> all connected in a way. Yeah. Um, which you would think would make for good TV, but <laughs> we'll talk about that. Soon. Well, maybe further on down the line. <laughs> yeah. Well, Toronto drag will shine, but according to Kimmy, then there's fierce shade that that duo. We're going to talk a lot about that duo this episode. Yeah, uh, shady group of girls, I yeah. guess. Well, Boom Boom is the shining star. She can't wrap her mind around how she won, but she's ready to move on to the next challenge. And Jada shares that she finds Boom Boom's voice so sexual. And I think it's just her. I I I, oh, don't I like f- her voice too. Really? Ooh, does it turn yeah. you on? Not particularly. You want her to say voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jada, though, is feeling on top of the world as she was on top in a design challenge. And from here, she's turning it all the way up. I love, don't you love when the editors are like, <laughs> we're gonna make the contestants look like fools. Yeah, I mean that's the game of reality TV, isn't they it? They did that a lot this episode. Um, can we discuss how shoddy this set is? Did you notice? I, I noticed the last episode. And I noticed this episode too. That the floor starts to buckle when they walk on it. No, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. it's it's like the it's not it's the plexi pieces. The, yeah, um, sure. It just it buckles up like, a little bit. Not like. What, they're not level it's it's not good yeah, yeah it's it's um clearly television production um i think it was today i saw reddit posts of them like ranking all the main stages which is something oh I've never really, really looked oh much at. that's fine i got number one so can you send me that reddit post please because they're wrong um, i have a talk to do it yeah yes yes please <laughs> anyway it's a new day in the workroom and vivian is feeling zesty and vivacious She's a kooky one. Who did you say? Vivian. Oh, I can't stand her. I knew honestly. it. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. She's not your kind of person. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. She no. gives you a mix of Jackie Cox and Kendall Jenner. And what's wrong with either of them? They're both incredible. Um, as narrators on Drag Race. <laughs> you fine, know, fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fierce Delicious is glad that the design challenge is out of the way, as she knows she will kill it from here. To which Irma Gerd says, does it burn when you bottom? <laughs> that was funny, because she's a bottom. Yeah. Does it burn when you bottom, Miss Felicia? I rarely bottom, so... <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, Irma wants to shine, and she hopes it's a comedy challenge so she can show Irma Gerd. I love that name. I love saying Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. It's a I great name. It. It's, it's so a good. great name, but honestly, I have no idea like what the queen <laughs> looks like. Irma Gerd. It's crazy. Like, She's like a crazy na- person. I love it. Yeah, I guess her her name is like the most interesting part of her drag so far from what we've seen. Well, all of a sudden, in the workroom, the queens notice a black duffel bag. Whatever could it be? They open it and find out it's hockey jerseys as they are now the Mighty Tucks. Yeah. Listeners, if you don't know the reference, it's a reference to the Mighty Ducks, which is a hockey movie and a hockey team in America. Uh, are you a hockey fan, Miss Felicia? Nope. 
That's okay. Um, did you? <laughs> but know? I do know the Mighty Ducks. And Quack. Quack. The most Quack. I know about it is that it is a hockey movie. Did, have you, did you see it? Probably clips here and there as a kid. Remember, um, it's knuckle puck time. No. Keenan Thompson. I know who that is. Yeah, he's in it. He's it's knuckle puck time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> fun fact for the listeners who don't know, I used to play hockey. Oh well. Um, yeah. What position did you play? I played left wing, even though I was a righty. It made zero sense, but I was better at left wing than right wing. But that's where they put me. Uh, I was nice. number fifteen. I was yeah. I used to have a hockey rink in my backyard. Um, it was fun times. Fun times. Did you lose any teeth? No, I didn't lose teeth. But listeners, if That's you good. want to avoid this um, little story, skip ahead a second. Um, oh. I almost lost a toe. Oh, God. In the locker room, uh, someone put their skate down. And if they went the wrong direction, quick. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Well, I have them all. We're all good. I have a toe. <laughs> We're all good. It was, it, was, it was the pinky toe. So it really wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, that was the is, thing that happened. Is all hockey ice hockey? No, there's roller like hockey. I used to play roller, roller hockey, hockey too. Okay, that's the other yeah. one. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. And street hockey, which is on uh, with sneakers. It's, I played all the hockeys. Yeah, I love hockey. And Quidditch probably seems like a form of like. I don't know. I don't, Quidditch, Quidditch is it's different. It is, like it's when its, it's world. like in real life. I mean, um, did you know <laughs> that my school used to be the number one Quidditch team collegiately? Boston what University. School? To, oh yeah, Boston I did University know that. Used to be number one. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, a great, great uh, thing to be proud of. Um, anyway, <laughs> especially right. in this day and time. Right. Giselle says they feel so straight and now wants to talk about beers and cars. Nice. Cool. Uh, but I like beer, sounds. but not cars. Yeah. Brad arrives in a sexy jumpsuit. Uh, are you a fan of jumpsuits? I am not. Um, no, but I'm. A, Brad can get it in a jumpsuit. That's fair. Well, he shares that they are holding auditions for his drag hockey team, the Mighty Tucks, which is funny because um, that's really gay. They don't have tryouts. In yeah, I was like, what's on it on auditions? They're not auditions. They're tryouts. Yeah. Um, they have to design their uniform using the material in their hockey bags. Uh, they have 30 minutes to get into quick drag and design. Oh, I thought they oh. said 10. No, this was 30 minutes. They had 30 okay. minutes. Okay. I was going to say like 10, like they have to make, design, like make a look. No, no, they had 30. They had some up in 10. Okay, 30 is... Uh, well, Kimmy says quick drag is just not her thing and claims they will all look like they got run over 20 times. Um, but yeah, they're off. They're cutting, they're sewing, they're netting. Um, what would you do to your jersey? Um, well, I loved what Lady Boom Boom did. I thought her jersey looked really good. I would probably, yeah, make it like a dress. If I had the time, I'd like uh bedazzle the like neckline mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. maybe take the sleeves off and like cinch in the waist then like about in 30 minutes yeah maybe not the stoning of maybe not the stoning of it i was gonna say stoning takes just to put the glue out takes yeah minutes. yeah yeah <laughs> true <laughs> all right let's introduce the mighty talks first off number one jada shada hudson she hails from bottom boy ontario her position is doggy style, and she was once kicked out of a game for cruising in the locker room. Her look was just so messy and not even a good way. Um, is there somewhere I can find these looks? Probably not. And it, it, that's yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, sure. It was very messy. 
Number 16, Chaos. She hails from the cold of Canada, Winterpeg. When this queen's not playing hockey, she's working out to stay fit, ferocious, and fuckable. And those pads were a mess. And a jock strap is a headpiece. No. You're no. not into the jock strap headband. No. <laughs> Number three, Miss Fierce, uh, Fierce Delicious. Catcher almost fall down. Yes, that bitch almost fell over. Uh, her position is team motivator. Her nickname is the holy one because any hole is a goal. And of course, she's in a crop top and panties because that's Miss Fierce Delicious. Of um, course. And of course, she had to reference another queen's tagline. She does a, she does a lot of like reused lines. Yeah. But, um, number seven okay. Shella's on LaRue her nickname is Firm Grip because she never lets go of a firm stick Ooh. when this queen's not playing hockey she's enjoying a rough hard puck her look was cut up and she wears the netting as a dress she's a mess and a jockstrap and the hair was a bit camp though it was funny she's a very interesting character yeah definitely um, I want to see more of her yeah I just don't like her but I want to like her because she's very funny all right, next up, number six, Lady Boom Boom. Her position is in the car on the way to shop. So English is definitely not her first language. Um, she's got more ice than the rink. She was once kicked out of a game for wearing last season's Louboutins. As far as the design, she really did something beautiful to Jersey, but that orange hair should never be worn. That was gross. Oh, you didn't like it? No, uh, not on her. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I really, oh, there's a bug on me. Sorry. I really liked what she uh, did with the dress, as I yep. said before. Number 52, Vivian Vanderpuss. She hails from out back behind the arena. When this queen's not playing hockey, she's polishing the Zamboni. Is that the only thing she's polishing? Uh, she was an 80s workout hot mess. She's very yeah. vintage. She likes the vintage. Yeah, she is. She, yeah, she, as a like boy, she looks like a like 70s porn star. Or someone from Brooklyn. Or someone from Brooklyn, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Number four, Bombay. Her position is quarterback. Quarterback back. When this queen's not playing hockey, she's playing herself. I actually love that she was using the hockey socks from her look, but why would, did she have the thing over her eyes? What was the point of that? I didn't get it. Well, I didn't get it either. Don't ask me. Um... Number 87, Miss Mosu. An interesting stat about this player is she can juggle. And in fact, she cannot juggle. Um, and she cannot juggle fashion because that was a mess. Also, those were her real buns. That was her ass. That was her ass out there. Um, also, just a reminder, friends, she picked number 87, most likely because that's the year she was born, just like I was, 1987. And I still firmly believe I look good for my age, and she does not. Ooh, um, nice. You do look good for your age. Thank you. Thank you. Number 33, Uh, Her position is whatever you want. She's versatile. When this queen's not playing hockey, she's got a lot of personal issues. She was funny, but she didn't really transform the look, but she was very brotastic. Very true. Brutal. I mean, I think the main part of this, these mini challenges is like a good, like little line thing. Yeah. Number five, Irma Gerd. Her position is a goalie. Her remaining teeth are just sticks of gum from Halloween 1992. She's a wackadoo. That's so gross to think about. That's so nasty. (laughs) And number two, Kim Couture. When this queen's not playing hockey, she's motel hopping to look for available players. What a mess. Um, Where was the makeup? She put herself on international She said, I'm not even gonna. I think she had a shimmer on her eye, but she really said, I'm not (laughs) gonna (laughs) gonna attempt it. 
Well, Brad has decided that the most valuable Slayer is Shelazon. Yeah, that was okay. Honestly, she only wanted to create chaos, and we will get to that chaos. But right. she wins a cash prize of $2,500, courtesy Damn. of Planet Pepper. We love Planet Pepper. I good love Planet pod. Pepper. I wear their pads. Shout out. We love Planet Shout Pepper. That's so Planet cool. Pepper. Yeah. They've gone international. That's, that's a lot of fucking money, too. I know. Planet For Pepper. Literally some money. doing nothing. <laughs> Planet Pepper, I've said your name like 50 times. Can I have like a dollar at least? And I wear, I've worn you there 50 it is. times without washing you, so. <laughs> I love you. All right. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be invited to the Who Knows, a prestige-ish Canadian award show. They will star as the presenters and nominees. In groups, they have to come up with funny award show banter. Okay. Um, um, call me illiterate or whatever but is who knows like a play on some award show i don't think that so. i've never heard of <laughs> I, I, listeners canadian listeners if it's a thing please let us know i yeah. don't know if it's a play on words or a pun of something um i just think the writers were out of ideas sure yeah and well, as 20 seasons mini- of course they are <laughs> yeah as the winner of the mini challenge shellazon will pick the teams and she asks how can she destroy everyone but she says she's kidding. But is she? More on that later. She's going to pick Gis- Giselle for herself. Kimmy goes with Fierce. And Fierce is like, she knows we're friends, but does she think either of them are funny? At least she knows. Um, Jada <laughs> is done right and put with Mosu until we see the results. Um, do they really host a lot of shows together? Because I'm going to call that into question. The chemistry was not. <laughs> was <No>. not. <laughs> Um, Irma and Vivian are put together. Boom, boom, chaos and Bombay are the leftovers. Um, sad for them. And I'll start with the categories. Boom, Bombay, Lady Boom Boom, and Chaos will present the busiest Beaver Award, aka the biggest hustler, aka the biggest slut, aka Miss Lacio. Jada Shada Hudson and Miss Mosu will award the Frostiest Queen Award. The nicest Caribouti Award is presented by Shelazan and Giselle. The best all dress will be presented by Kimmy and Fierce. And finally, the Lifetime Achievement and Delusion Award will go to Vivian and Irma. Which category would you want to present and which category do you want to win? Um, you can probably, I would probably want to win Delusion. Um, you can do something yes. funny with that speech. Yes. Um, I would want to present um, Busiest beaver, let's say, I think. Right, that's fair. Well, the queens are going to get to their pen and papers and attempt to discover what comedy is. Ferris will ask Kimmy if she has experience talking in front of audience. If you have to ask that question, that might mean you might be doomed. (laughs) Kimmy says that she hosts in Ottawa, uh, but how does she feel about comedy? Radio silence. No response. Bombay tells her team that the first and the last are the best positions. As long as you make them laugh, you won the challenge. Chaos says she's not much of a host or a comedy person. And I'm like, but you want Drag Race. How are you going on Drag Race? Yeah, I mean, she's obviously a look, though. Oh, she sure is. She definitely has that. <laughs> well, she says she, she's finding out she's not alone. Her teammates tell her that they'll be there for her. Remember Friends? That was a TV show. I do remember. <laughs> I was actually talking about Courtney Cox's bangs in scream today so ill irma is going to share a joke she wrote 
drag is all about delusions. We have fake hair, fake boobs, fake names, fake social security numbers. Why was that the punchline? Of all the fake things you could pick. I don't know. And then they're like, social it'd be security so numbers? funny if you said four. <laughs> like, that'd it be wasn't so funny. Great. Yeah. Maybe it's funny if you're really high. Maybe in Canada, they, the queens are Maybe. faking their social securities more. Yeah, I, I was know. like, that's the punchline you're going with. You could have picked anything, and that's yeah, maybe like fake tax returns or something. I don't know. Like the, I don't um, know. Not that though. Yeah. Vivian thinks they have similar senses of humor, and then they tell each other that they like each other. In what way do you think they like each other? Is this a romance? Is this a show? Maybe it could be something brewing. They both uh-huh. equally annoy me. So <gasps> you <laughs> you just don't like other. campy people. It's true. I'm a bitter bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Is it is it because Poppy beat you? I'm still mad about it. <laughs> that bitch, Poppy. Still bitter. <laughs> now Jada and Mosu notice that Vivian and Irma are sitting together with their mullets. Um, but is this what they do together? They got to think on it. Mosu feels confident being with Jada. They have good chemistry. So how much on the same page are they? Who would they not want to work with? Together on three. One, two, three, fierce delicious. How mean are they to their Toronto sisters? Yeah, apparently they're friends. Well, <laughs> all these girls say they're like like. Kimmy and Miss Felicia and Miss Felicious, like they're friends. Like, what? Friends. <laughs> right? Like, Literally. Um, speaking of, she wants to make a joke about how it's the who knows about how they are so excited to be at the. And then Kimmy tries to pick up the punchline and she bombs. It is all in the timing, my friend. Learn the timing and then you can be a comedy queen. It's true. Miss um, Mo Joe needs to learn that too. Or yeah. what's her name? <laughs> Mo Show? Moso? Mosu. What's her name? Miss Mosu. Mosu. Mosu um, yeah. So can Kimmy make anything funny right now? Who knows? Literally, who does? No one knows. We'll see. The two of them working together are like two vapid high school blondes who are paired on like a school assignment and they just talk about themselves and get no work done. Yeah. That vibe. So we're going to find out what another word for amazing is. And according to Kimmy, it's Glamazon. Beauty fades, dumb as forever. Kimmy believes working with Fierce Delicious is so hard because she wants to be the fucking boss. Sure. Sure. I mean, watching them work together is pretty cringe. Like It is. On both ends. (laughs) Now, Giselle, who I really do enjoy. We're not getting to learn about much much about her I, yet. I have, like, no idea who she is, but she serves cool looks, so... She's so great. Um, well, know. she's not the sharpest, as she has just figured out that nicest caribou is like caribou. She just got it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a real-life caribou? Probably not, no. Me either. I've seen the, I've seen the feathers. What? <laughs> fur the caribou fur feathers it's like a like oh my god a plume. no isn't it like a plume do you know what kind of animal a caribou is yeah it's like a deer kind of thing yeah there's no plumes on a caribou that's fur do they not use caribou in like caribou feather what is a caribou feather marabou feather marabou feather Oh my god, okay. That's okay. I haven't gotten to that part of my sewing career yet. So um Shellazon But I fully would have walked into into 
Pacific trimming and been like, where can I find the caribou feathers? Oh, no. All right. Shelazon says First Nation people eat caribou and she also eats ass. So this works. Great. Great. Good for her. Good for her. Now, Shelazon couldn't be happier working with Giselle. They both respect each other and respect is very important to Draggers. We don't see that often, do we? <laughs> no comment. Now, the jokes are flowing, the creative juices are sloshing, and then there is Kimmy and Fierce. They aren't saying much, but they're saying it with their eyes. Um, Fierce is stressed out by Kimmy, and Fierce says she's been coming up with all the jokes. And Kimmy's like, with all the jokes? So Fierce is like, what did you come up with? They are a deadly duo. Yeah. If you ever wanted to sabotage this game from now this moment on. You put the two of them together. You put them together, right? Well, I don't know. It worked out. I again. have opinions. I have opinions. Kimmy does not get along with her partner and then says she's not a great person to work with, period. Um, I can't wait for the two of them to watch this episode back. I bet you they will be texting each other and be like, you said that about me? Oh, <laughs> hell no. Friends, fuck you. Never um, again. The girls are girling. They are fighting. Um, I just feel bad for the cameraman who was assigned to the two of them because I c- would not be able to stop rolling my eyes the entire time. Yeah, they both also have very jarring voices. <laughs> Could you imagine having to film them for four hours straight trying to come up with jokes? Yeah, that's probably like not the funnest. Literally watching paint dry. <laughs> All right, Brad arrives as the comedy expert. LOL. I said what? <laughs> um, first, he's going to meet with the trio, Chaos Bombay and Lady Boom Boom, and he tells them that opening the show is an important task as they will set the tone. Bombay says they will get the first grab at all the jokes. And it's like, what jokes? Where are the jokes? This isn't a roast. I mean, but they are supposed to be like making jokes. Yeah. Boom Boom <laughs> thinks she's funny and quick in French and might include that as part of her act. And Chaos says she's funny when she's not trying, and Bombay will say, She's really funny. The quiet ones, they usually are. Not in this episode, though, but usually. No. Yeah. Chaos is worried about not being funny and landing the jokes. She's stressed out. Next up, Jada and Mosu join Brad, and they give him some cold jokes and their physical gags. And girl, it's colder than Brad's shoulder when Rachel Zell walks in the room, and Brad finds it funny. Mm-hmm. And that's the pace that sh- that joke should take. Beautiful pacing thank the you, first time you. around. <laughs> They believe Brad is eating up. He tells them they have the experience working together and hosting, so that should be their starting point, and it should be fun, funny, and light. Now, again, we've learned that they know each other. They've worked together with each other. They know they, they know the insides and outs. Who would be someone that you know and work with and, and, and know inside and out, but then would get to Drag Race and the two of you would just fucking bomb? Oh, um... Well, I know, like, me and Ivy working together would be a mess... Mm-hmm. On drag, I, I King Ivy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the first one that comes to mind. Um, I I would have loved to been on with Olivia because uh-huh. we would have worked well together. We have like that's an good. angel double ginger brown girl thing going on, uh-huh, so uh-huh. that would have been fun. But yeah, <laughs> I would say Ivy. Pelazon <laughs> and Giselle's plan of attack is back and forth for their gimmick, and Brad says it sounds like what you would hear in an award show. Uh, he didn't say they were perfect, but that's what Giselle heard. See, she's kind of funny. She is kind of she's yeah. humorous. I enjoy yeah. her. 
Um, I really hope he gets to learn a little bit more about her faster because yeah, it's just that we haven't had her episode yet. I guess I agree. Um, now the infants are going to join Brad. Um, are they vibing? <laughs> no. Uh, the material we're going to have is about Kimmy having fake dentures, and she's going to take them out. And I was like, no, please don't. Let's not. <laughs> Let's no. Not. <laughs> um. Brad knows they have looks, and as they are presenting their best dress, he advises them to riff on that. I wish I could have written for them. I think anyone wishes they could have written for them, because it would have been good. Yeah. And now the mullets join Brad, and they have a script. Irma gives the banter they are going to be doing, and Brad is not laughing. But Brad tells them they are inherently funny, so they shouldn't overthink their jokes. If it's a thinker, it's a stinker. I bet you. Where is he getting this knowledge of them being funny from? Like all they've done is design looks. Probably from their auditions. The auditions. Do you think Brad watches the auditions? What else does he do? Dress people. Does he? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who he is. (laughs) He dresses people. He's a stylist. Right. No, I didn't know that. But is Um, he like a current? Yeah, he dresses. I mean, the one person I always see him dress is Sarah Highland. Oh, cool. She went to my high school. Oh my god, are you besties? No, but we oh. spoke like once. She was like a senior when I was in sixth or seventh grade, I think. She's that old? Maybe she was a bit younger. But I was gonna say I like, was oh. in, I was in middle school when she was in the high school, but it that's was fair, the same school. That's fair. Irma is confident in the material, so she thinks they're going to be more relaxed and it will be better. And Brad reveals that the guest judge will be Canadian rock legend Carol Pope. Miss Felicia, are you a Carol Pope fan? Never heard of her. No. Yeah, neither have I. Um, we're gonna talk about cool, her later. She's cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah, she's a cool dude. She's a cool chick. <laughs> um, it's a new day, and they're getting ready for the who knows. And as Bombay says, the biggest award show for the smallest celebrities. I like Bombay too. Give me more bomb. Yeah, I like Bombay too. I like Bombay's accent a lot. Do you find it sexy? I'm sure it's very like regal. Do you know what kind of accent that I find so sexy? Which one? The Australian. Oh, I do like an Australian to hear accent too. Them this weekend. Oh my God, we're getting the show back. Fuck! Wait, time out, listeners. We have four iterations of Drag Race this weekend. Wow. Okay, that just hit me. Are you going to be doing Celebrity Big Brother? No, what? That's not what I meant. Super celebrity secret celebrity. Dra- no, absolutely. whatever that. No, it's in a different format. I've already said yeah, it's a different format. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, because I don't think I would even know the celebrities at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, Chaos is nervous. She's barely slept. As they are going to get ready, Fierce yells at Kimmy to get her highlighter and go over things as she's stumbling on. Um, she has no idea how they're going to do. And uh, I would be freaking out too. Now, Giselle is going to randomly ask where everyone's sense of humor comes from. Irma was bullied when she was young, so she saw someone in her class always cracking jokes. So that's how does she decided she wanted to be like. It's a survival thing. It's a shield. Bombay says that she can hold on to her humor as a life jacket. If she can control the laughter, then they're not making fun of you. And it's like, that's a very interesting perspective because I've never really heard of it like that. You've never heard that? Not really. Make people laugh so they're not laugh. Make them laugh with you so they're not laughing at you. Well, that I've heard, but like not that's like the, the just the way she <laughs> like presented it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 
Shelazan says laughing at something is a way of healing, and she'll bring up her background as a First Nation person. And honestly, at this point, just drink every time she mentions it. Um, I love, I love a lot about it. I know, I love the representation, but just we know, yeah, you can just tell the story. We're good. Um, That being said, uh, she says they have a thing about laughter as medicine. There are there is so much pain, trauma, and hurt. She believes if it wasn't their sense of humor as Indigenous people. They would not be there today. Giselle asks if there is any support for drag in her community, and she says it's mixed. Like every community, there are people who are queer phobic and those who are in support. She is a two spirit person, which she defines being both masculine and feminine within one body. She says that with indigenous culture, because of colonization, there's toxic masculinity and hatred of queer people. They are fighting for social movements that indigenous people had pre contacts. They're trying to go back to something that was already there. Bombay will say it's the same thing that's happening in India. They've had queer people in their histories, myths, and religion, and colonizing made it a bad thing. They left and left that behind, and it hurts and stings because at some point in time, people were okay and celebrated it. Now we're going to have a very interesting conversation where Chaos and Confessional will say she is Meti on her mom's side and indigenous. She says that listening to Shelazon talk about her indigenous background and culture made her want to talk about it and open up but because she comes across so white she doesn't feel comfortable talking about it as she's scared to be out of line and out of place and i found this really heartbreaking yeah that was i'm sure i'm sure we're going to hear more about it later in the season but there are a lot of white passing people yeah in the world who feel this way too yeah true um and i do hope we get to hear her discuss it a little more because clearly she's proud of who she is but she's afraid of what society thinks of her for it. Yeah. That sucks. I can't relate to that ever because I know, like I know what my background is. I I just feel bad for her um, to know that she, that people think she comes from a place of privilege when in full effect, she's not. Yeah. I mean, I definitely relate being, I'm a a mixed. So I come from a place of like never being enough of. Right one thing so i definitely relate to her and it was it was sad to see her say that she felt that since she looked white that she couldn't talk about her yeah i i just i'm i'm curious to see if we're going to have this kind of conversation between shellazon and chaos yeah because that's the conversation we want to see on screen right but bitch you're on tv you got you just gotta put it out there chaos yeah giving you the push do it you're allowed to we want to hear it I mean, she did in a confessional, so right. put it with the rest TV. of the girls. <laughs> so yeah. talk about it with the group. All right. Well, back to the drama. Kimmy and Fierce are back to fighting. <laughs> Fierce is giving Kimmy direction by telling her to deliver the lines the way they are written. Bitch, they're written. You deliver it how you want. That's not how it works. Yeah. Go back to theater school. Yeah. I mean... I'd be kind of annoyed if I was just trying to like memorize my lines and someone kept like interjecting, like, you know, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> not inducive to helping memorize group anything. challenges with the kids. It's so much fun. Yeah. All right. Let's head to the main stage where we have Brooklyn Heights looking dazzling and purple. Stunting. Gorge. Stunning down. Um, I loved it. Um, I will take one and I don't even wear gowns. Yeah. Same. What color will you wear? You want the purple? Uh, prob- but I like the purple, yeah. And then you'll wear your orange hair. You know it. <laughs> we 
we have Brad Goreski, Tracy Melcher, and Carol Pope, who is a lovely old rocker chick. I like her blazer. I would take her blazer. Her suit was cute. Her. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, we will begin with the who knows. <laughs> you ready? Who knows? <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it. We were robbed not having Geometric as part of this challenge. Like, she could have hosted it or done a video clip to introduce the queens. Like, that's a missed opportunity since that was basically her entire story arc with her over uh, uh, long over um, sharing. Speeches. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. Like, that would have been hilarious. I don't yeah. understand why they didn't do it. True. Um, first category is Busiest Beaver. Is Bombay that tall or is Chaos and Boo that small? Or um, the combo of the two? Wait. But wait, boom, boom, boom. What's her name? Sorry, boom, boom, Lady and boom, chaos. Boom. Lady boom, boom was t- so tiny. A little I, tiny baka person. Notice chaos. chaos seems like probably five nine, but little Lady Boom Boom looks like she was like five two. Easy, like she Bombay. Tiny. Bombay looked like she was at Bombay least looks humongous. Six yeah. five. True, but I was just shook by how small Lady Boom Boom looked. Mm-hmm. Is she like a little person? I don't think so. No, oh, okay. I don't. I don't think so. Let's just no. Genuinely, no, 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 no. Why it's in this episode? Okay. Uh, Boom Boom's "I just pooped my dress" was very funny, and for the small percentage of people who speak French or have been watching Drag Race France, you got it. Uh, or just Giselle. She was the only one who really laughed at that audience. Yeah, I didn't get it. Um, I loved their "Who's on first bit." Uh, very old-fashioned comedy. They nailed the timing. And for those who don't know the um, who's on first, go back and watch it. It's classic comedy. Calling Halal a loud hairy mammal was funny. Yeah, that especially after job. she like did her homage to raccoons. raccoons. <laughs> but the nominees for busiest beaver are Kimmy Couture, Miss Mosu, which chaos cannot pronounce the name, and no one called no, her out neither for Neither can I, apparently. So um, I don't blame her. And Jada Shada Hudson, the winner being Jada Shada Hudson, and her speech was mad. This was a chance for funny improv, and she did not do it. No, yeah, she was like, "Thanks." Jesus. Like, if you won a a category, this was your chance. That's to your show chance up. to like win the challenge. Yeah, exactly. Like next. We have Giselle and Shelazon, and Shelazon is doing her best James Mansfield cosplay. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that. I cannot see that. No. Um, their turnaround to see the nominees screen, that was very smart. Very, very that well was done. That was Funny. clever. Yeah. They were like, no music, no screen. That was them, yeah. right? Yes, that was them. Okay. The nominees yeah. for Caribouti are Jada, Lady Boom Boom, and Chaos. The winner is Chaos, and she thanks her mom for the genetics, her doctor, and Brooklyn Heights for the referral. See? That's funny. That's, that the, good, that's good the joke. Yeah, exactly. That's all you gotta do. Good job. Oh, Jada and Mosu was like watching a train wreck. Oh, Even God. Mosu looking fabulous. She looked great. But oh they my God. Good. Yeah, no, Mosu looked good. Yeah. <laughs> the jokes were so ill-timed, not funny. Like, what is happening? I could have done better. I did not get like it was clear that that she was like this is how you time like a comedic piece because every one of her jokes was the same blah 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 and this is why i ask (laughs) is this what their nightclub act is is this how they host together because i would not be able to sit in the audience what was up with like the uh, with jada like giving her like asides like they weren't on stage, microphone, 
of like on yeah. camera. Like it was so weird. Very weird. So weird. Now the nominees for Frosty's Queen are Shelazon, Irma Gerd, and Fierce Delicious. The winner is Shelazon, and I guess yeah, she's very ice cold. She's like um, stone cold. Yeah. Yeah, but her speech fine. It was it, whatever. I don't um, remember it. Uh, exactly. Kimmy and Miss Fierce Delicious were supposed to be terrible. I think Fierce was great. I think Kimmy was just a cunt and a wannabe. Kimmy's voice was like annoying. That, that, it was very like like on season six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they I thought honestly they were like kind of a breath of fresh air uh, amongst a lot of like boring and cringe. Now, like in a uh, a, a skit in a scene. Fierce Delicious was playing the quote unquote straight man of the straight show. man, yeah. And then you had Kimmy, who was the 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 joke. We're gonna get to the to the results later, but I really was impressed with Fierce Delicious because she really took the brunt of that scene. Yeah, I thought I I think they both did a decent job. Yeah. Um, Felicia Felicia was the best, obviously. Miss um, Fierce Delicious was real was great in the challenge. I thought. Well, the nominees for uh, Best Dressed or whatever the category was are um, Vivian, Bombay. The, Viv- the Vivian. The Vivian. Um, and Lady Boom Boom. The winner is Boom Boom, who just does her speech on the floor. Boss ass move. That was good. She's like, I'm not uh, you, standing up. True. And she like did her whole thing where she like drunk before. So she, I guess she yeah. was like drunk. That was good. And the final award I liked, is... I liked her a lot. I, I like Lady Boom Boom. Yeah, she was good. Uh, the final award is from Vivian and Irma, and they could not, they could have been great, but Irma was so nervous and stumbled so much. Yeah. The nominees for Lifetime Achievement and Delusion are Shelazon, Fierce Delicious, and Giselle. Now, again, if she didn't fuck it up earlier, this gimmick <laughs> with Irma saying she won would have been funny if she didn't botch her lines. Yeah, but <laughs> when she was like, is this when we, where she's like, right now <laughs> when they do well that's the thing i think that was <laughs> that was i think usually what would be cut from the show right but they kept it right, in but it I was, like, was not <laughs> no very not also i hated her lashes they were like so far down they, and, yeah no they were i that was girl noticeable. yeah um the winner is fierce and i think that's very fitting she is a little delusional oh yeah that i that was one of the ones where you like you know you're gonna win that <laughs> As a whole, this challenge was bizarre and not in a good way. Okay, which do you think was better, this or the Despy Awards? The Despy Awards. I think the Despy Awards, too. The only bad thing was, quote-unquote, Kasha's, welcome you. Yeah. Like, honestly, that wasn't bad. (laughs) This, I just don't know what the point of this challenge was. Like, yes, we have now gone to an age of drag where it's mainstream and there are drag queens presenting awards at award shows now and that's some fucking amazing let's figure out how to like make it work well a i better. feel like the point is it's supposed to kind of be like a roast under the rouge of something else because like I each guess. each queen is nominated for something and that's the chance for those for the like presenters to like roast that queen. i guess i guess it was supposed to be a, a roast of sorts i guess they they should have presented it to the queens that way a little more yeah yeah all right. Category is Goddesses of the Ancient World. And in honor of the runway, we will play Oh My Goddess or Good Goddess, Get Out of Here. Okay. Or just Good God, Get Out. Just Good God, Get Out. Okay. Um, are you ready? Uh, yes. 
All right, first up is Chaos. Look by Vanity and Sanity Designs. Hair by Drag Daddy Wigs. Nails by Hayden Lee. Uh, she is Marzana, the goddess of winter, uh, who is a Slavic god who also represents death and disease. I think she could have fucking dressed up as Elsa and she fucking would have been set for this category. Um, she's very winter themed. It fits the brief. I'm not blown away by it. I'm not disappointed by it. I think this fits chaos. The detailing is very intense. There's a lot to look yeah. at. That being said, very top heavy. Um, there's a lot going on on the top. Yeah, it gives me like Madonna's. Is it like a virgin? Uh, like a virgin? But like, yeah. Is that what the, the Madonna look I'm thinking of? Whatever. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> it, I, it's a cool look. It reminds me of actually, I one time did like a Christmas theme look and it was like the one time I was like, ooh, I'm going to do like <laughs> artsy makeup or whatever. And it wasn't really wasn't that, <laughs> all that. Sure. But it reminds me of that look that I did. Um, obviously she has a lot more going on than I ever would have done, but I think it's a cool look. I like it. I say, yeah. oh my goddess. So that yeah. was, that's um, what we're saying, right? It is. Okay. And I also liked her hair. I love the blonde with the tinsel. It's very festive, very, very much works. Uh, it's an oh my goddess for me as well. The audience, 67% oh my goddess, 33% good god, get out. Okay. So, Bombay, look by Akshay Tiagi. Nails by Pinky's hair by Wig Zaddy. She's stomping down the runway as Kathakali, dancer, as the goddess Shikandi. She's got the rep- the replication down pat. Um, I think the makeup could have been a little stronger. I personally, the only thing that bothers me about Bombay and her makeup is it's is the blending. She paints quite flat. There's no depth in her paint. Yeah, I, I see um, what you mean. It's a, uh, but also, this is a very androgynous look, so maybe it's on purpose. Um, but I do appreciate this reference, and I'm glad that we got to see this on the runway. Um, I think the look is like stunning, gorge. Um, but I agree yeah. with what you say about the makeup, definitely. But um, oh my goddess, I don't have too much to say about it. I agree. Oh beautiful. my goddess for me. Um, audience, eighty-five percent. Oh my goddess, fifteen yeah. percent. Good God, get out. Lady Boom Boom. Uh, look by Poe. Hair by Stefan Scotto de Césaire. Nails by Roxy. Wings by Julian Angel Cosplayer. She's sexy Cupid. It's certainly an elevated Cupid compared to what many would do for a Cupid look. Yeah. It's very crafty with the clouds being the bra and the panties. The body is sure. right. The wings I are I mean, expensive. she has like the, the painting on, like she's like yeah. painted on her like abs and V, which is pretty fierce. And, <laughs> and, the, and the hair is that kind of like Marilyn Warhol inspired color. Yeah. Cut. It's easy, but it's executed so well. This whole look agreed so well. It's very simple, but it looks great, and it definitely like you. You can't mistake what she's going yeah. for. Oh my goddess for me. Same here. Oh my goddess. Audience ninety four percent. Oh my goddess six percent. Oh. Good god, get out. Miss Mosu. Look by Diana Dia Nobel. Hair by Wig Zaddy. Atagina is a goddess of the underworld, so she's wearing black, and yet even when you do a Google search. Yields no black in the results. This is not yeah. what you find out when you Google this person. I okay. think this was a case of pull what you have in your closet and call it. Yeah, probably. it's boring. The headpiece is uninspiring. <laughs> yeah, Miss Mosu feels like she's a generic bar queen who's been very successful in Toronto but cannot navigate drag race. It's That's not completely for what she feels like. Yeah, and her makeup's so big. And the scream. Too. Why? Because <laughs> she sucks two weeks in a row <laughs> i needed something to shake it up i guess 
Yeah. Well, Tracy uh, yeah. says, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, after you. Tracy says she looks spectacular with grace and elegance, which is why she took her by surprise when she had a guttural scream. Brad asks if she was screaming for a reason and says she is hitting some speed bumps and she thought it was the perfect moment to let out emotion. He said it made the runway and look come to life. And Brad says in terms of delivery of jokes, there were so many long pauses. He said it was funnier in the workroom. Carol said she liked that she just went for it. Brooklyn says a big part of this week is the challenge and it's weighing heavily. She says that it was not good. The jokes didn't hit and she's shocked as her and Jada work together on a regular basis. She did not see the chemistry. This look, good God, get out. I'm going to give it the same. Although like as a simple black look, like it's cute. Yeah, fine. But (laughs) the audience, they're very mixed too. 52% oh my goddess and 48% good God, get out. Okay. Jada Seda Hudson, hair by Just Perla, look by Connor McCaldin, nails by Chlor Beauty. She is embodying the African goddess Mamawati. And now when I say the potential of what she could have done, uh, she could have gone amazing and had an incredible look. Where is the snake? Google it. There are snakes. I it's need a like serpent. snake print. Uh, I need a serpent wrapped around her like she's fucking Britney Spears. Uh, The hair needed to be much grander in stature. I hate the bottom of this look. Like the material is not doing anything for the camera. Maybe in person it's a smash, but I hate the material compared to that vibrant gold snake skin she has on top. Oh, yeah, kind of looks like burlap. Literally. Um, I I like this look. Um, It's not my favorite by any means, but I think it's good. That's fair. That's fair. You're you're allowed to be wrong, but it's fair. Although she said it was like a mix of a fish and a snake, and I don't really see the fish in it. It's the unless mer- she's she trying is, to it, unless she's, she's trying to make it a mermaid tail. That's what she's trying to do. Oh, and it's not working. Okay. Uh, Brooklyn says she was a bit turned down. Jada will say that Miss Mosu missed a line and messed her up as well. She loves her sister, but they fucked up. Brooklyn says she's naturally funny, and all she has to do is be herself. Brad says. She was very much in her head. She says her makeup looks beautiful and her skin is glowing. And Tracy says she likes the power suit, but in the who knows, she was an award presenter. She would have liked something bejeweled and bejazzled, but she loves her hair as back and she can see her gorgeous face. For me, this is a good God, get out. I'm going to give it a goddess. Oh my goddess. The audience does not agree with you. 39%. Oh my goddess. 61%. Good God, get out. Oh, Okay. Shell is on LaRue. No designers listed. Uh, she is Sky Woman, who is a First Nations creation story. Whatever friends helped her get ready for this show clearly <laughs> are really not your friends because this no. is a travesty. Uh, it's a black and gold dress. Like, d- no. And even no shape. You do a Google search, Nobody. No, 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 no. The makeup, very strong. The hands, fine. Cool. But I need yeah. drag. Give me drag. I mean, the makeup's not that strong. For her it is. I guess, yeah. Okay, but <laughs> I like the hair. I think the hair. Yeah, the hair's great. great. It's probably a human unit. <laughs> she loves those human hair units. Um, yeah. yeah, could be. Brooklyn um, says, yeah, <laughs> it was so good during the awards show as she was so easy and natural and full of energy. As far as the runway, she says the makeup is amazing. The hair is beautiful. She wants to see more drag. She has seen cut off shorts and a corset and a black dress with graffiti. Now she's seeing another black dress. Shelzon says that her sense of drag is simplistic and Brooklyn says that's fine, but she can still accessorize with something. Brad does remind her that they did see turquoise and feathers, but Brooklyn just wants to see more of that girl. 
Tracy says she reminded her of a Tina Fey Amy Poehler moment. Brad said the moment they turned to acknowledge the screen was so fun and beautifully executed. And Carol loves the goddess eye makeup and hands. For me, it is a good god. Get out. Um, same here. And I think Brooklyn nailed it on the head. Agreed. Hit the nail on the head. Audience, 24% oh my goddess, 76% good god get out. Giselle Lullaby, look by Isabel Haman. She is the goddess of the forest. Now pair her with Pythia's forest nymph, and we have a show. I'm ready for that show. Yeah. This was extraordinary. The makeup is wild. The bodice is brilliant. The headpiece. Oh my God. The colors are stunning and ethereal. This was stunning. And I'm fucking pissed we didn't get anyone to talk about it on the fucking main stage. True. Yeah. This is an amazing, gorgeous, so cool. Oh my goddess for me. Oh my goddess. Undeniably. It's got to be 100%. You got it. It's 100%. Oh my goddess. Right. I don't think we've ever. (laughs) ever had a 100% really not being a top ever oh oh okay I just yeah. so Damn. I feel bad for Giselle but I honestly don't remember a single thing she said in the challenge so I guess that kind That's of does fair. Kimmy Couture look by Kiki Ko sometimes you just say nothing and let the look speak for itself I am so mad that she had no connection to this look because literally <laughs> was like, designer, do this. that would be something you would do wasn't it wouldn't it the first google search i found when i searched goddess (laughs) just do that not search anything about her yeah probably she is the sun god um the orange is a stunning color on her the headpiece was magnificent she can wear little to nothing and most of the time rocket um i do think the tinsel in the headpiece shoulder pads and panty gave the look motion as it did sway alongside the cape yeah Um, i remember looking like she had like wind blowing yeah. on her while she walked the runway which is yeah this was very good. very very smart look Brooklyn says she is the only one for her that truly dominated the runway she said in the challenge she was fabulous and she was worried about them because they both can't be pretty and be funny and it turns out they can be brad says the fabric was flowing the jewels were glistening and she was feeling the fantasy she was literally a beam of sunshine carol only has two words for her breathtaking and gorgeous Tracy asks her about the goddess and she says that she went on Google and she searched it and then found this bitch she never heard of before. She just wanted to show some sun because she feels like she's a ball of fire. Tracy says she nailed it. She doesn't know the answer, but it's all fabulous. It's a oh my goddess. It's definitely an oh my goddess. Audience, 94% oh my goddess, 6% good god get out. Okay. Miss Fierce Delicious. Look by Suki Doll. Hair by oh. Gian, jewels by Nina Spade, and nails by Candace. She is embodying Oshun, who is a Yoruba goddess. Um, this garment is remarkable, but it's all about that hair and glass pieces. She looks beautiful. She radiates as she walks. I love the gold embellishments she has on her arms. Yeah, um, I'm not crazy about the gold embellishments on the arms, but I do, <laughs> I do love the look. <laughs> Why not? The little, like, flash hats, the flash hats. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's a nice touch, I guess. Um, I love the look, though. Yeah, the hair is so cool. The mirrors. So good. Real cool. Tracy says her who knows look was like, leave some pretty for the rest of us. And she was funny. Brooklyn says the material was smart and was award show banter. And Brad says her look was Met Gala. Met Um, Gala. Yeah, some celebrities do some pretty lame looks at the Met Gala. So 
Um, I could see this definitely being worn at the Met Gala. Yeah. Um, it is an oh my goddess for me. Definitely an oh my goddess. Audience, 88% oh my goddess, 12% good god get out. Vivian Vanderpuss, look by Evan Clayton, hair by Vivian. She is Freya, the Norse goddess, and she looks like she could be a super shiro. I love the black and gold pieces that make up the look. It's very simple yet intricate. The sheer capelet was stunning. She's a cat lady, so of course her hair has ears. Yeah, I like the look. Um, I feel like we've seen stuff like this. It gives That's me fair. like dimp blue hydrangea wear, something like this for the promo. Uh, similar, something. Um, yeah, I don't like her makeup. Uh, but the look's cool. All right, the looks cool. It's an oh my goddess for me. Yeah, I'll give it an oh my goddess too. Audience, 69% oh my uh, oh my goddess, 31% good god get out. Finally, Irma Gerd, look by Terra Nova, armor by Luca. She is portraying Discordia, the Roman goddess of chaos. I'm going to defend her because this look is very chaotic. Sure. When we think of a goddess, it's usually pretty much a solid color, but rather that, she's taken a color swirl, chaos. The hair is designed in a way that is chaos. I really like this look sans the contacts, but hey, without them, they wouldn't be chaos. There's so much chaos in this. That being said, the heels, she did that. She just put a fucking thing on top of a um a pump and said, here, the look, heel, armor. The boot cover, yeah. Yeah, terrible, terrible. I boot yeah. covers better be like part of a heel. Yeah, agreed. Um yeah, I don't like the look like you like it, or I don't know That's if you fine. like it, but you were defending it. Um, I love the fabric choice. Yes, the fabric's stunning. The fabric of the dress is really pretty. I would make a shirt out of that or something. Um and the hair is cool, I guess, but it looks like she took like pieces of Vivian's costume and like stuck it up, like the the crown thing and the boot covers uh-huh. look like they belonged on Vivian's costume. That's fair. And she was like, "Here, girl, I just <laughs> I just walked the runway, take my boot covers." You imagine that's that? That's the, that's this future challenge I want. <laughs> queens changing into other queens' clothes one after another. That'd be cool. Sisterhood of the traveling pants challenge. Yes, love that. Tracy says she loved her look for the who knows and she really hit the ground running and then she lost herself and she found herself and lost it again. Brad says she was very hit or miss and Brooklyn wants to be able to look at things and understand what the goddess was about and she did not give her discord or chaos. She wanted more. And I say, fie upon you, Brooklyn Heights. Oh my goddess. I'm booting it. Um, what was it? Get your good God, get out, girl. Good gird. Good gird, get out. <laughs> Uh, audience, 55% Oh My Goddess, 45% Good God Get Out. Now, Brooklyn and friends call Bombay, Giselle, Lady Boom Boom, Chaos, and Vivian as safe, leaving Miss Mosu, Jada Shada Hudson, Miss Fierce Delicious, Kimmy Katora, Shella Zalmaru, and Irma Gerd as the tops and bottoms. Don't ask me to repeat that again, but do you agree? Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. I personally... Wait, 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 was... Did you say Irma and and... Vivian were safe. No, Irma was the bottom. Okay. Um. Then yeah, I agree. I, I think I would have put Giselle in the top over the top Kimmy personally. Look. Yes, because of the look. Oh, over Kimmy. Um, no, I disagree with you on that. I do think Kimmy and Fierce Delicious did the best in the challenge. So. Well, Fierce is feeling amazing, and she and Kimmy surprised everyone and are on the top. She feels so good that she has a chance to win. She says that a lot of them bitches doubted them with their comments, and Bobby is like, 
but we also heard you both fighting. So what did you expect? Yeah, like <laughs> they gave them good reason to doubt it. Exactly. Fierce will tell Shelzon that she thinks she's shady for putting them together. And she's like, why is it shady that I put you with your sister? And Fierce is like, but did you think either of us would be funny? And she's like, no, I thought you were sisters and not to decontextualize her words. And she's like, she knew you were friends and knew you would work well together. And to Shelzon, the math is not mathing in the moment. I mean, to be fair, they are both in the top, so she did a good thing. Yeah, right? like what you're complaining about. Why are you coming for her? <laughs> yeah. So like, like all you keep on just saying, like, I'm not, I don't think I'm funny. Like, I'm not funny. I'm not like it's talented. literally like you <laughs> like, made us look bad, but we looked good and are on right. the top. So fuck you, but thank you. It's so this was like a child who just wants to pick a fight and pick a fight. Yeah, it's true, it's true. But, you know, we love I love a good fight on Drag Race. So and now apparently when Shelazon winked at Fierce and brought Kimmy over, that was her way of being shady. So was a wink shady? I guess so. Apparently. Now Fierce and her ego will tell the entire room that she is surprised by the funny girls not turning it out. Okay, Miss Ego. Uh, you were pissed last week about this, but maybe uh, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Irma knew she was in the bottom and she feels bad about it. Now we have Jada who is sobbing and Fierce runs over to give her a hug, but she bombs so hard and the critiques made her feel like she disappoints them. Mosu knows that she created the mess and potentially put Jada in the bottom. There's a chance she'll be lip sync again and she's not happy about the lip sync, especially if it's with Jada. But bitch, that's what we call a story. We love a good storyline. Mm-hmm. Decisions were made and I think the judges were high. Somehow. Oh. Kimmy Couture won, and she gets a cash tip of $5,000 and a weekend getaway in Prince Edwards County, courtesy of Welcome to the Dance. Now, I urge you listeners to go visit their website, Welcome to the Dance, and figure out how these fucking Moes got these homes. They're gorgeous. Oh, my God. They have a fucking farmhouse that can fit 14 people. It's $2,000 a night, but it is stunning. I don't know where Prince Edwards County is, but I will go there for this fucking farmhouse. It's stunning. It work. Miss Fierce Delicious. Shelton and Irma are safe. It's sister, sister in the lip sync. Miss Mosu versus Jada Shada Hudson. Do you agree with all the results? Because I already said I don't think that Kimmy should have won. Um, of those three, it should have I... been. For me, Miss Fierce Licious. Yeah, I would have given it to Miss Fierce Licious too. But I, I do see where they're coming from with the Kimmy win. And um, I would have put, instead of Jada on the bottom, Irma. Irma Gerd, yeah. But then it's not a storyline. Like, yeah, I, no, I but I, I understand it. And Jada didn't do great either, so. And the song is High School Confidential by Rough Trade featuring Carol Pope. Are you familiar with the song? No, it sounds like it was written for like a movie or something. But yeah. the song is so 80s rock. It's very <laughs> yeah. And these two seem like the wrong two for this song. Um yeah, I mean I guess I would think well no, because we've seen her lip sync one time, but what's her name? Miss Moso. Mosu. Mosu. <laughs> um like if, if just seeing her, I'd be like, ooh, this seems like it'd be a good song for her. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jada Shada Hudson is very much, very much the far superior drag artist. I, yeah, Miss I thought Mosu, it. Yeah, Miss Mosu to me is like a certain NYC queen, very well-rounded, been around a long time, not because of her talent, but because of her legacy. 
She's mediocre and should be put out to pasture. <laughs> this Mosu, it's time. It's time oh, to go shit. retire. Um, go to go go find the, the 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 farmhouse. Go live at the farmhouse. Well, she didn't win the challenge, so that's not yeah, the card for her. Ask Kimmy to bring her, bring you with her. <laughs> uh, you need to pick me up. But yeah, uh, Miss Mosu just didn't turn it for me. It looks like she was bored. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. In the end, Jada beats her sister, and Miss Mosu is eliminated, and back to back Toronto goners. Ooh, guess the big big city's not so big anymore. Sure ain't. I got some burning questions for you to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? I got some burning answers. What is Miss Mosu's legacy? Um, on the bottom twice. Yeah, not great. Not great run on the show. Can't design. Can't be funny. Now, not, not only will there be lip-syncing in pairs and some sort of challenge next week, it's the return of Miss Vanjie as a judge? Who in the Canada. hell canceled that this bitch got this gig? Did she get eliminated first? Yeah, and then she made it to the end and then got a... Uh, Let's be honest with ourselves. We know why she, we know why she got to the end. We know why she got to the end because she was smart and said, this is TV. I know how I to think, get on the show. Showman. She did a good job on Showman's. season 11. She was I terrible she a, at the drag. Showman. No, she did a good job on season 11. She did. She did. What is she going to teach these girls how to brand themselves? Uh, Fine. She uh, can do that because she is she's, fucking no, brilliant. At she's, that. she's a really good performer, too. And she's not you're right. Really you're funny. right. She was very and good at the stunning. show I saw. Yeah. She's yeah, she, she got that money. She got that coin. She made herself even yeah. prettier. <laughs> she got that coin. She's, Just yeah, like Brooklyn, no, she true. got that coin but too. I, I like her... this. Yeah, I don't I'm not like love her, so I don't know why I'm like defending her so you hard. Think, but yeah, it is. Think there's a she's chance. a random like first ever no, because Envy Peru judged too. Uh-huh. But she's like um, I guess a random choice to be. This is probably the fourth judge. one now. Yeah, this is the fourth one because we've had Envy, Theresa May. Alexis Mateo, and now... Oh, yeah, I did. I watched that season. Nice. Okay, fine. Sorry. You're lost. It's fine. (laughs) I'll get around Um, to it at some point, maybe. Do you think Brangie will make out? Um, No, because then it would taint her new dating show, 24 Hours Are you watching it? Who's winning? I am. Who's winning? Um, I liked Dakota, the porn star, um, Dakota Payne. But uh-huh. he just well, spoiler. Can I give spoilers? Sure, no, it's, I'm not, we're not watching it. <laughs> you haven't covered it. Um, he just got eliminated, so now I'm all like, they're all boring. So, do you think I, I could know. do 24 hours of love? Do you think they'd let me be apply on for it? next season? Yeah, go for no, it. No, I want to be the person who gets to pick. Oh, no, well, you need to go on drag race first. Right, I want the, I, they better do season two with Miss Felicia. That, that's yeah. The kind of you know what? I maybe we'll do. do 24 podcasts of love and I'll have 20. that would be fun <laughs> okay listeners we're gonna make that happen find 24 people who would even be willing to go on a date with me <laughs> they don't exist they have um, to be twinks literally this place you knows all right this is gonna be the hardest part because i don't have an answer which is okay. fucking insane. oh yeah 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 I after know. two episodes the winner of the season is who I'm just gonna say Lady Boom Boom. I like her. Sure, it, 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 mathematically, <laughs> right now it works. 
Um, I like Giselle, but we haven't gotten anything from but, her. But yet. I know literally nothing about her. Uh, I don't this... know what she looks like as a boy. I don't know. I mean, what, maybe... I don't even know if she looks like as a queen, to be honest. So maybe Kimmy but her looks Couture, cool. but I don't want Kimmy to win. I don't see. I don't see that. But we'll this see. is wild. I don't. I like that there's not a front runner, but I need someone to step up a little bit. Um, yeah. It's insane. Like, again, we all watch a lot of these shows. We can tell one, two episodes in who the focus is on this season. I, I can't tell you. It's so mixed right now. Same. Yeah. And I think, and maybe that is why it's not clicking, getting so off. Yeah. Um, so maybe episode three will pick up a little more, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Miss Felicia, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any project? Got a plug. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Flacia. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A-T-I-A. Um, I'm on Venmo at T Grunin, which is T-G-R-U-N-I-N. That's also my boy Instagram. Um, I'm a spin instructor when I'm not doing drag at Cycle Bar New York. Um, come see me, Tony G. Um, and when I'm doing drag, I host a bingo the first Wednesday, the third Thursday of every month at Sycamore in brooklyn so come through it's fun we play bingo we drink (laughs) that's the two important things in the world well thank you so So much for being here thanks for having me the biggest thanks to miss fellatia for coming on subscribe in your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there and don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod if you have any questions or comments drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link like listen love until next time i'm michael block and that was block talk (laughs) 